disclosure and discovery. <laughs> um, so um, it was my mom, me, and another baby, which was apparently dead. And we were walking a long, long distance. And my mom was really disfigured and burned. And she took me to an orphanage. And then from, from there, you know, she didn't make it. And then I stayed at the orphanage. But, you know, I mean, like, I, I don't have dreams of it. I don't have some kind of, like, fear of, 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 of fire or whatever. But from what I've been told, this is how I got to the orphanage. And that, you know, my beginnings weren't essentially full of, of excitement in life. But more, you know, I've experienced death many many times before I came I came to America or Hawaii In 1978 Vietnamese troops invaded Cambodia with the goal of removing the destructive Khmer Rouge Vietnamese forces successfully installed a puppet regime called the People's Republic of Kampuchea, or PRK, who controlled the nation until 1989. The new government caused rifts in an already fragile country recovering from the brutal dictatorship of Pol Pot. The establishment of PRK along with social turmoil, food shortages, and international sanctions led to a civil war which killed over 100,000 people and displaced hundreds of thousands more. Refugees fled to the Thai border in hopes of safety and a stable government. One of these refugees was a young Keith Boychuk. Keith was handed over to an orphanage and quickly adopted by an American couple. He was brought to Hawaii, but soon after relocating, his adoptive parents decided to give him up, and another couple welcomed Keith to their home. At this new household, it seemed like stability had finally been restored to Keith's life. But today, he tells us how a devastating illness wouldn't let him enjoy it for long. From Hawaii Narrative Project, I'm your host, Pilin O'Hara, and this is Disclosure and Discovery. Um, I got adopted at, at three, and then my adopted mom died when I was six. So again, there was another death. And... You know, I, I think when you grow up, you start to, all the memories that are in the past, you start to kind of hold on to the few of them. But the few that you do hold on to, they're so vivid. It's, it's as if when you think about them, you relive those moments. Like you can feel the air, you can feel the tension, and you know, you can feel the pain and the hurt. days of just being with my mom it was at Queens Hospital they had that big banyan tree that they do have or not banyan it's like one of those pod trees but you know they had that tree and I remember walking in I don't remember the corridors but I remember going in the elevator and I just I just remember this kind of this feeling of uh, this feeling of just kind of a, 
a, a very heavy weightedness and you know thinking about it now i don't think any kid at six years old normally would feel you know a sensation like that like as if they knew what death was or as if they knew there was this big emotional event that's about to take happen and it's gonna take every energy of you to be there so i i remember just holding on to my dad's hand and i remember that the whole hospital being cold and i'd get chicken skin and then we walked um we walked past the nurse's station and then we went to my mom's room and the doctor was out there and and said you know hey you know let's uh, let me talk to you for a while so he took my dad i went i went in with my mom and i remember just kind of looking at her and she was kind of out her she she was actually uh, suffering or she was dying of cancer which she had since she was 13 and i remember crawling into bed with her and it it was it was kind of like a bittersweet cuz i remember she was so skinny you know she was so frail and and being 6 years old i was like she she was almost skinnier than me and i remember just climbing into bed with her and just kind of snuggling with her and then she felt so co- she felt colder than the hospital like it was just you know it was just just something different and i remember you know she kind of woke up she was just happy to see me and you know with whatever strength she had she she put her arms around me brought me closer and then i remember you know there was just kind of a long pause and then i just felt something with, within me keep building up building up and then i finally just burst out into tears and i i said you know i'm i'm not ready to let you go you know and, and not just hey i'm not ready to let this toy go but to really have this attachment and and to really say to her not in a child's voice but in a in a very adult manner or mature manner to say i'm not ready to let you go and i remember she just paused and she just started tearing up and i started tearing up and then you know after after a little while she said you know what keith you know no no matter what happens in life um, no matter what trials you go through i will always be with you like like i just i can just hear those words till this day i will always be with you and then with her strength she put her finger next to my heart she said i will always be there with you those words are the beating drums that i march to whenever whenever life does get hard you know that that i feel like i'm not just living for me but i'm living for for two people that that to me just gives me that extra strength to uh, to endure more or to, to to strive to be better what was her name uh jill Follow to Keith Boychuk. For more information, find us at hawaiinarrative.org. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hawaii Narrative. Please subscribe on Stitcher and iTunes. To find the music used on this podcast, go to soundcloud.com slash hawaiinarrative. This is Disclosure and Discovery.